my name is Emily Perry and this is my first podcast. I've been thinking about doing this for a while. Um, I got a lot of things that go on in my brain and I think, you know, it'd be really cool to just let them out. Even if no one listens to this, it's probably good for me to just let them fly. So here I am. Um, if I start doing this, they'll probably be called like car talks or something like that because I probably only am comfortable doing this when I'm driving by myself. But today I wanted to talk about rejection when you are an achiever. So first I want to talk about like what I mean by achiever. I am an Enneagram type three, which is called the achiever. <laughs> but if you haven't taken the Enneagram, I highly suggest it. It has taught me so much about myself. But I think you can be an achiever without having type three on the Enneagram. I think most of us in some way, shape or form are achievers because we want to succeed in at least something. Um, I, I grew up in the typical honors kid fashion where I was told that I was gifted um, and didn't have to work too much when I was younger to succeed in a lot of things. And then you get thrown into the real world and you're like, oh my God, wait, I don't know how to work because <laughs> I never had to work. And it is sometimes a freaking nightmare. But, you know, we, we get around to it. We, we figure it out. Um, I'm a recent graduate um, of college and I graduated with my Bachelor of Music and Music Therapy. And in order to actually complete the um, degree, I need to do an internship um, with a music therapy facility. I applied to an internship in New York City. I was really excited about it. Um, I thought I kind of had it. I thought, you know, my, my interview went really well. I thought my resume was really great. Um, you know, I've taken my experiences and I think I've done a good job of displaying them and talking about them with others. And it's in that interview, I thought I did a really good job of speaking my truth about my weaknesses and my strengths and just telling them how excited I was to work with them if that's what they chose. And today I got the email that said, we regret to inform you that you have not been chosen for our program. And that hurt. And my immediate reaction, immediate when I read this email was, what did I do wrong? What, what do I need to change about myself for them to like me? Why don't they like me? That was the big one. Why don't they like me? Why don't they want me? A big part of Enneagram type three is your overall goal is to be wanted, to feel worthy. And in that moment, when I read that email, I did not feel worthy and it was uncomfortable and I wasn't, was not feeling it. And immediately I was like, what do I need to change about myself in order for them to want me? And then I took a step back cause I've done a lot of self improvement in the last year. And I went, Whoa, where is that coming from? So I thought about my previous experiences and 
you know, where have I experienced rejection and how I've handled it in the past. And I first realized that when it comes to academics and when it comes to my skill set, I haven't experienced too much rejection. And I don't mean that in a braggy sort of way, I'm the best, haha, because I'm definitely not. Like I said, I kind of pushed my way through and hoped for the best. And ultimately it worked out in my favor. But when I think of other aspects of my life where I have experienced rejection, often it's in my personal life with relationships and in my, in smaller things that aren't as pertinent as my academics. Is pertinent a word? I don't know. I think so. I think I used it right. Anyway, when we are rejected by people, and if I'm wrong, someone call me out on it so I can work on it. When I, maybe I should say when I am rejected by people, my immediate thought is, what do they want that I don't have? Right? Because if someone rejects you, you want to know why, right? And, you know, I've experienced my fair share of rejection in my personal life. And that's fine. And I've moved past them. But when I think about my history of rejection in that, in my personal life, that has always been the reaction for me is why don't they want me? What do I have that, what do I have that they don't like? Or what do I not have that they want? And you don't usually get that answer, but you make guesses, right? And those guesses, end up kind of affecting your growth. You know, I, I recently in the last year, I have lost about 50 pounds, right? I've started going to the gym. Well, before the pandemic hit, I was going to the gym five to six times a week. I loved it. It was like my second home. That was like my safe space. Um, I started to improve my relationship with food because I was an emotional eater, eater, and I replaced that emotional eating with emotional working out um, in the best way, not in an unhealthy way. Um, I've grown a lot in this last year. And I like to think that when I decided to live a healthier lifestyle, it came because I wanted to better myself because I was doing it for me and no one else. But if I'm being realistic, I, I know that's not the only reason. I know that there's definitely a part of me subconsciously that took all of those rejections over my past and in some way, shape, or form probably came to the conclusion that, oh, the problem is my weight. The problem is how I look. The problem is how I eat. The problem is that I feel lazy. The problem is that I don't like to do this, that, and the other thing. Which I know consciously is not true. And that if someone politely rejects you, which seems like an oxymoron, but it really isn't. You know, those reasons differ among people. 
and you know, very, very rarely it comes down to a physical appearance or a physical size and shape. And when it does, like that is surface level and it's better that that person's not in my life anyway. But in my head over however many years, that was what started to circulate. And so I made this change. At least subconsciously, that's one of the reasons I made this change in my life. I'm in the car. I'm driving. By the way, I'm driving home. You can hear the blinker. Anyway. And then I thought my problems would be solved. And there was a parallel, slightly. You know, I lost weight. I created a healthier lifestyle for myself. And I started to see less rejection than I had in the past. And then I was rejected by someone that I really, really liked and really enjoyed having around. And by no fault of their own, it's fine. And it hit me like a freaking brick wall. It hit me like a football to the face. I don't know, but it hit me so hard, that rejection. Because I immediately went into this mindset again of what is it that they don't like about me? What is it that they want? And then it went back to, it's my weight. It's this, it's that. And then it became, well, no, I lost the weight. Well, no, I'm eating healthier. So what is it that they don't like about me? Because now I'm back at square one. This mindset, this why don't they like me mindset, what am I not giving them mindset, is so detrimental to our mental health. You know, being an achiever has its perks. I work hard. I succeed quite often in the things that I want to be successful in. But it has its downsides too. In that if I'm not succeeding at something, it is immediately my fault and I need to work harder. I need to do something to change myself so that I can be successful, so that I can achieve. When in reality, if I'm not successful at something, if I am rejected in some way, I'm, that's the universe telling me that it was never for me anyway, that it was never supposed to be mine. When I think back to any rejection I've experienced in the past, something better has always come after it. Something that has changed my life for the better and helped me grow in a positive way came after a rejection. When I was rejected from a silly little position in band in high school, what came after was the fact that I was chosen to go to a week-long leadership academy where I learned skills that have changed me and made me a better leader and a better person. You know, when I think of people that have rejected me, immediately after I realized as I've created distance or gotten to know them better, that 
wow, they were not going to be able to give me what I needed or, you know, treat me the way I want to be treated. You know, I learned, you learn this. And sometimes it kind of feels like you even dodged a bullet. Like you were so blinded by wanting it so badly that you didn't realize how much trouble it was going to cause you. Rejection is not failure. And I think that's, that's the pill to swallow here, for me at least. Rejection is not failure. Rejection is merely a dead end to a path you were never supposed to take anyway. If that makes sense. I don't even know if that metaphor makes sense. But you know what I mean? Like, if you're rejected, that just means that if you had seven paths and you didn't know which one to choose, now you're down to six. Now you're down, you're closing in on the path that's absolutely meant for you, the path where you are going to find the most success. You know, I, the world is way, the world and the universe are way too big for there to be coincidences. It's not a coincidence that when I was rejected from this small thing in high school that I wanted, that I was then chosen to go on this leadership retreat. It's not a coincidence. That was the universe telling me, yeah, that wasn't meant for you, but look at the things you're going to learn anyway. Look at the skills that you're going to gain, that you are going to get so much more out of than you would get out of this silly little position for one year that isn't going to matter two, three years down the line. When I'm rejected by people, politely, most of the time, I may add, I'm not trying to make people that reject me bad people. Most of the time, it's a very nice, you know, it's nice, it's fine, you know, no, no animosity. But, you know, when we feel rejection by people, that's the universe saying, this person is not going to give you what you need. This person is not, not meant for you to have in whatever way you're looking for. Maybe they're meant for you to be, you know, a best friend that you always needed. Maybe they're meant for you to teach you a lesson. You know, there's plenty of reasons we meet people. And sometimes the reason is to realize things about ourselves, to realize what we need. Better things are coming after a rejection. And when I think about being rejected from this internship, I have no animosity towards them. None. I had a pleasure communicating with them and having the opportunity that I did to meet with them. It was a pleasure. Met with them over Zoom, by the way. I'm not breaking social distancing laws. But like, it was a pleasure to meet them. I learned a lot about this facility and maybe I'll look into it in the future. Maybe right now is not the time. But I'm excited because this means that there's another door open for me. And there's another thing waiting for me that is going to give me so much more than this experience would have. And I'm excited to see what that is. Don't ever forget that there is a path waiting for you. And that a closed door 
doesn't mean the end of the path that's meant for you. It means the end of a path that wasn't going to help you grow. Path that wasn't your success to find. You as an achiever, as a person, let's forget the achiever thing. I know this was about achieving, but like we're all achievers in our own sense. So I shouldn't be trying to corner a specific population, right? We were meant to do things. The universe has a plan in place for us, you know, and slowly but surely we are going to grow and succeed in the places that are going to keep us or show us that path. And yeah, rejection hurts. And rejection can immediately throw us into unhealthy mental cycles. What did I do wrong? Why don't they like me? What can I do to fix myself? No. We need to throw that away. Easier said than done, but something that we need to work on because you do not need to change yourself. What you need is to find the path that is going to make you most successful. Your potential, your strengths, your skill set, it is there and it is ready to be used, but it's ready to be used in the place in time that it will cause the biggest effect on your growth and possibly the world's growth. You are magnificent in your own way. And if a place or a person or a position, if, if this isn't seen, then it's not the position for you. It's that simple. Rejection is simply a open door to a better path for you. I've called, I've called it an open door and a closed door throughout this podcast, but it's a closed door in that it closes the path that was never meant for you and opens the door to the path you were always meant to find. Boom! There we go. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I've been trying to say. Cool. Anyway. I think that's all I have to say to you guys today, if anyone listens to this. So, oh, wow, I feel so much better. I feel so great. Okay, cool. Love that. I'm going to keep doing this, hopefully. I liked this. Okay, I'm going to keep doing this. So I'll see you next time. Feel free to listen in. I don't know if there's a subscription thing, but if there is, subscribe. And uh, I'll be back with you guys real soon. Bye.